Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Forever. Warning, the following podcast contains annoying seafood, bankruptcy, and animatronics that are very divorced. In order to listen, you must redeem 150,000 tickets. Jamie Loftus returns for Chuck E. Cheese 2 on today's podcast, The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, the podcast about theme parks that won't let in any listeners who don't pass our patented weird adult check. I'm <laughs> I'm Scott Entertainment Gardner, joined by Mike Entertainment Carlson. Mm-hmm. I am here. I'd like to say hello and uh, thank you to all of the little Cliffords listening out there. Uh, the new name for our listeners, Cliffords. Uh, I just like to say thank you for listening and your support. Seems like everybody was fine with it, as, uh, as fine as I was hearing it. The idea that our fans are now named after the Martin Short movie about the creepy man-child Clifford. It's, it's fine. It's all yeah. fine. Um, hey, and of course, we're also joined by Jason P. Pieplate. Hello, Jason. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Now, if everyone will please make sure you have the identical hand stamp, the matching hand stamps, uh, we can continue with the recording. We uh, discovered Jason playing drums on pie plates in a kitchen. That's how we started this whole podcast, is we heard him rhythmically drumming, and that's why. So that's why we knew he was a perfect fit for this. <laughs> I can distinctly remember Mike like holding his hand up to his ear, ear going like, hey, do that again. Like, <laughs> hey, what was that? I said. I think he really got something there. Yeah. So that's, that's the origin story. Marvin Berry kind of moment. Right. Uh, um, I look. This is this is very exciting. We're returning to the world of of Chuck E. Cheese, uh, one of our favorite topics. It's been two years since we talked about it, and now it's Chuck E. Cheese two. Um, it's been an interesting two years, you would say, for Chuck E. Cheese. Um, oh, you might say uh, uh, horrible. You might say disastrous. Uh, there's probably a lot of things you could say. Um, and we're so excited to be joined once again. Uh, by our, our guest from the previous episode, I guess resident uh, Chuck E. Cheese expert uh, and also great comedian, writer, podcaster uh, from Lolita Podcast, Jamie Loftus. Jamie, wait, Jamie E. Loftus. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I think that legally I need to end Henny because there can only be one. There can only right. ever be one. <laughs> Jamie uh, Henny. <laughs> Jamie Henny. There is what an ugly name. There, it's so. I mean, not that I. I guess. I guess Helen Henny is no better thought out than any of the other character names, except Pasquale, which I Pasquale P Pie Plate is pretty brilliant. Uh, yeah, Helen Henny. It just feels so half-assed. Yeah. yeah. Well, like the we were talking the last time you were here, we talked about the other female characters that they just threw away. Like, but they had fun, more fun names like Sally Sachet. Like oh yeah, was, they had good that's ones. That's better. Actually thought out ones, yeah. 
Right. Yeah. I learned a little more than I had previously about Dolly Dimples. Dolly <laughs> Dimples is a lot of fun. She's like uh, kind of a, I guess, sort of a Mae West type uh, hippo in kind of a... Um, Sort of a clown wig is what the hair is like. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds safe. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they, they've introduced a new female character in the last year uh, named Bella. What but is Bella? She, I don't know about Bella. Bella is new. I can't tell. So what? There's there's a lot to unpack, but like. I can't tell how, like, where you go to find out what is currently canon, because no matter where you go, it seems like you're operating on a kind of a different level of canon. Bella is a bunny. She speaks Spanish. She's friends with Helen Henny, but she exists solely on the YouTube channel. She's just only there. She's nowhere else. Right. We've talked a, we talked a little bit about this. They produce still, to this day, so much content, and they put it on YouTube, and there are just, like, long-running parodies they've done on youtube (laughs) they put full albums on youtube they put new dances on youtube and i also came i don't there were new characters i was finding when i went through and i was like is this a one-off is this something that's are they part of the magical whatever five that we we know now they interviewed Michael Pena like last week. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to like, talk about that. <laughs> I would love to talk about the Michael Pena interview because it came out. I checked; it came out the same week as the Meghan Harry Oprah interview, and I feel like it really got, <laughs> you know, kind of swept under the rug because there was mm-hmm. just a, another big ticket interview, and no one was talking about Chucky and Michael Pena promoting Tom and Jerry from his house. Mm-hmm. Yes, because we're 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 like in the. Um, this year's uh, promotion is named the four se- the celebration of the four seasons of fun, which and yeah. for spring the spring celebration is a tie-in with the Tom and Jerry movie, and he does <laughs> interview Michael Pena, and now it is canon seemingly that Michael Pena is Chuck E. Cheese's favorite actor. Yes, he says <laughs> he says at the top of the crash? interview. <laughs> He says at the top of the interview, you're my favorite actor. And then at the end, I love your work. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love World Trade Center. <laughs> I, I don't know how well, uh, uh, command, what is the, oh, what is the Seth Rogen mall movie? Uh, Ooh, observe and report. Observe and report. I don't know that it's aged well, but I bet your performance is evergreen in it. You really commit it well to the character. <laughs> I loved how in because you could tell I I mean I guess I would assume and maybe I, I can't tell if I'm being like truly like out of my mind here but I'm like I'm guessing that it wasn't actually Chucky on the other end it was just some guy being like and then Chucky will say this and then Chucky will say this because I feel like if were I Michael Pena unless he's just a really like smooth operator I would have had bigger reactions to what was going on on the other end. Like if Chuck E. Cheese told me, you are my favorite actor. I love your work. <laughs> I would be crying. Like I, he, he was just like, oh, okay, thanks. Like he, he didn't seem very into it. It was right. really stiff. It felt extremely space ghosty in its <laughs> yes. like, level of disconnect. So, like, did they properly explain what was going on? Did they repurpose like a just a affiliate feed from a Kansas City news station and make it <laughs> trucky later? It's. Um, I'm glad we all caught this. This was a very strange event. 
Oh, okay, Michael. Uh, Michael, stand by. The Bowling for Soup guy is coming on the line. <laughs> and um, now he's not the Bowling for Soup guy. When he talks to you, he's Chuck E. Cheese. But you Ooh. probably know him as the Bowling for Soup guy. Is Michael Pena more likely to know Chuck E. Cheese? I don't know how old he is. So I don't know if Chuck E. Cheese would have been a big thing for him. But I, don't, I, I wonder if he's more familiar with Chuck E. Cheese or Bowling for Soup. Just personally i think that says a lot about who you are mm-hmm. yes how would you if he rank if he were to rank them in terms of how much he liked it mm-hmm. yeah yeah if now if you if you b- before the voice change were already a massive Chuck E. cheese fan and a massive bowling for soup fan then th- then there was a certain day 10 years or so ago that was like better than a thousand birthdays this would have been uh, it Yes. Uh, I guess we should say, I mean, I would suggest the listener go back and listen to our first episode probably before doing this, because this is we're really throwing you in the deep end here. Chuck E. Cheese, of course, in the last 10 ish years has been voiced by the lead singer of the rock and roll band Bowling for Soup. I just want to do some filling in in case you're starting here. You're starting on the Empire Strikes Back of Chuck E. Cheese podcast, the ride episodes. We are throwing you right in. We'll try to cliff notes things here and there. That's important info. The 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 thriving YouTube channel is important info, which oh, yeah. uh, was news to me the last time we did an episode. There's also something from that YouTube channel. This came up on our Patreon, but not on the main feed. And I, well, uh, Jamie, it seems like you like. Uh, catch the youtube channel pretty frequently I'm but it might be worth I'm okay okay then you probably yeah. know this was this was back in september so you 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 uh, very well probably saw this um but we discovered around the holidays that munch is now a dj with sort yes. of a dead mouse marshmallow <laughs> vibe and we were pretty into this we were like this is our favorite move in a while um, oh, I forgot about this. Yes, and I also liked that the 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 comments are cur- turned off for that video for some reason. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just very that? deflective of any criticism. That <laughs> who would be mad? I DJ Munch uh, rules. He's, I love he's it. Super cool. Um, the uh, the comments were also turned off on a video I watched right before we started, which I ended up on the forums, the forums that are really devoted to all this, which is called they're, the forums are now called Retro Pizza Zone. And mm. I saw a thread that was about what is the worst Chuck E. Cheese uh, show video, I guess, like, okay, Ooh. the videos that played behind them and the songs or the, the combos or whatever, um, people were trying to say what was the one they liked, they disliked the most. And there was somebody really adamant about January 96 is the worst <laughs> of all time, or January 96, number two. I'm still mad about it. Holy and I watched shit. it and it was just kind of a confusing piece about um helen trying to be a cheerleader and auditioning to be a cheerleader against like 11 year old girls like much younger Uh, it was just baffling more than anything but somebody really hated it and the comments were turned off and it made me wonder (laughs) did the retro pizza zone crew all come and attack the comments and the user had to uh you know nip all that in the bud there's a lot of rage apparently which i'm i'm questioning if we should even be doing this again I don't I don't yeah. want to incite anyone's anger but I that that sounds like more of a them problem. That sounds like a perfectly fun tape. <laughs> watching a watching a gigantic costumed hen uh in direct competition with a real human child. I have no problem with it. Sounds great. Does she I mean, go the to bit, the school? Yeah. Like why does she, does she even qualify for this? Does she is Oh Helen yeah, how Henny do they know each other? School? 
<laughs> she, I thought she works and is in a band. So if she's 12, then that's weird. Um, it I'm is on unclear Facebook. how old they are. Yeah. yeah. How old is any of them? They all dress like they're 12. Yeah. Like original rat Chucky is probably older than little boy <laughs> skateboard rock and roll mouse. Yeah, like it seems like right. it. He, he seems he's like, like he fifty six. Yeah, he's an older man. He's mm-hmm. like a, he's in the Friars <laughs> Club, and he's an older man. And then yeah, his, his the mouse version seems like he could be fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's unclear. And they're all uh, kind of like children now. Like the puppet versions actually all feel like they could be you know like nine. Yeah, they I do, like the yeah. I, I think I like the puppet versions by the way in general. I can I like see it why. A lot, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I think so. They satisfy like that. They aren't creepy. I can see why a brand would want to be not <laughs> creepy these days. I think, like, I don't know. I could see kids liking these little puppet, mm-hmm. and maybe like never even going to the restaurant. Maybe Chuck E. Cheese is all digital now. Yeah. Well, especially yeah, if they're doing school at home, they they have a a run of videos called like daily afternoon break. They only update yeah. them like every three weeks, so they're not. <laughs> quite daily um it was a good reminder though of a very strange youtube feature like a big thing i use for the show a lot is the save button on youtube that adds it to a watch later playlist and for some reason that is disabled for videos for quote unquote for kids but sometimes people will just tag stuff that's been ripped to youtube for kids i guess so it doesn't get copyright strikes so Got there's it. just some you can't, but I don't understand why that would protect children is turning off the watch later option. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of feature. There's a fee, I don't know. This is how interesting this is, but there's a lot of restrictions on the Chuck E. Cheese videos. I was watching on my phone yesterday and you can't minimize the video and search for another video while you're watching. It'll turn the video off for some reason. There's some you feature that... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I wanted to minimize the video on the YouTube app and then search for another Chucky video while I'm watching the one in the little tiny window. No, they will not let you do that. That's off limits, too, on the Chuck E. Cheese YouTube. They're very specific, particular about what they're allowing for some reason. I don't know. That's, yeah, I was like, what are they hiding? What's their end game there? So you can't stop watching their their stuff also not i mean no 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 offense to our boy but not many people are watching it you know it's <laughs> it's it's like they, they they average you know less than 10k a video i mean is it are they trying to crush dissent are they trying to stop <laughs> negative discourse surrounding as a is it a freedom of speech thing i, I mean possibly I don't know. Are, I'm just. Are they trying questions. to hide? Are they trying to hide five children missing from Chuck E. Cheese? Did everyone come across that hoax from last year? Uh, I oh, don't no. remember this what? hoax uh, from last year. There's a lot of stuff we we, we teased it at yeah. the top. We'll talk about this as far as the recent years. We should probably start with that. Uh, uh, what's been going? Yeah, let's on. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's, yeah. What's been up? I guess a lot <laughs> has has been up. We can start with some some of the more famous things. And we've, we, you know, we've talked about this a little and this really got out there, but very early in, in uh, pandemic 1.0 in the first generation of this never ending thing, uh, there was this strange story about people getting on uh, Uber Eats or Postmates or whatever and seeing a pizza place in their neighborhood they've never heard of before that is called Pasquale's Pizza and Wings. 
And uh, then once it gets there, maybe doing the math and putting together that this came from Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, for, for people who didn't know all this bullshit, uh, they didn't realize maybe they no people did not recognize the name Pasquale offhand. But we, of course, <laughs> all would have known as soon as we saw. Yes, regular people, it seems like, don't huh. know that he's Pasquale. Um, so, so that was a big, that was a big early spike <laughs> in the recent past with, uh, uh, of, of Chuck E. Cheese oddity. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, and it had the big story that kind of broke it, uh, was in West of Philadelphia where there is an unrelated Pasquale's pizza, mm-hmm. but <laughs> now in later pandemic, uh, they are full on advertising on the Chucky website, Pasquale's pizza and wings available on delivery <laughs> I love this pivot. I think it's genius. I yes, love I they've, agree. They've leaned in so far. It is based on I I almost last night I almost like took the challenge and was like, "Oh, I'll order one pizza from Chuck E. Cheese and one from Pasquale's and see what happens." But then it was like I will almost definitely have two inedible pizzas. And I bet someone's done this before. And people have done it before. I looked it up on uh, YouTube and my boyfriend and I found a channel called Big John TV. Uh, it's a family channel. They've done it. It's definitely the same pizza. It's made at the same location. They said that Pasquale's Pizza might have more sauce, but that could also just be at where they are. But it's the same pizza. I think it's so fun. And and they say like on the website, as featured in the New Yorker and Newsday. And so I was like, what did the New Yorker <laughs> say about Pasquale's pizza? <laughs> and what they just said is that it exists. They said, they said <laughs> this new brand is the latest example of Chuck E. Cheese entertainment creatively adjusting to meet the needs of consumers uh, in a unique way, allowing for more variety and convenient options available for delivery. And that's just quoting a spokesperson from Chuck E. Cheese. Um, they also said that Pasquale's uses different ingredients from the standard Chuck E. Cheese pie to produce a more premium pizza experience. That's all the New Yorker said. They didn't say it was good. They didn't say <laughs> that they'd tried it, but it was technically featured in the New Yorker. Mm-hmm. So yeah. They, yeah, they weren't lying. It, it but- feels, the whole thing feels to me like, like an afterthought, like Jason, you're saying suddenly they're embracing it, suddenly it's on the site. But when this all happened, it was just a weird Reddit discovery. And then all of a sudden, once reached for comment, they had all this stuff to say about it. But then why didn't they say it first? Why was there no press release about this? It seems like they got caught and then had to like, yeah, they were trying pull to trick corporate yeah. claptrap and pretend like this was always the plan. Right. It was a trick. <laughs> it was started yeah. out as a trick. This is like some old Chuck stuff. And yeah. tricked you. And there were other like there were other restaurants doing it. I don't I di- I didn't check if any other restaurant has just really uh made a spin-off company to instead of admitting they made a mistake. Uh but I don't know cuz it was like I think Chili's had done it. This whole this whole I went down the the Big John TV rabbit hole because this was a series this family was doing of ordering like uh, one from the actual restaurant and one from like the fake name the restaurant made up. But it was like Chili's had done it, Applebee's had done it, Smoky Bones had done it, and, but Chuck E. Cheese were the only ones that got really <laughs> brutally called out for it. There is a big yeah, price uh, difference. I think Shakey's. 
pizza. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, Shakey's didn't? Huh. Um, yeah, but these she, things don't have IP. Yeah. They can't like uh like what is what's the fake Applebee's called or what's the fake Shakey's called? Do we know? Well, Shakey's was selling like Shakey's chicken sandwiches and Mojo potatoes. Like, and they just <laughs> I keep getting Instagram ads of these disgusting looking chicken sandwiches with just like a a inch of mayo on top and bottom <laughs> of the chicken. And I'm like, Shakey's, what the hell, man? This sucks. Applebee's was called Neighborhood Wings. <laughs> no. Yeah. I think it's like the, yeah. the knockoff Halloween costumes we talked about a little while back. Like, what word soup can we do that reminds you of our name? But why are they avoiding their own copyright and yet trying to evoke their own themes and characters what is this entire operation i think they're trying to hit like multiple markets because obviously there's people that love chain bad chain restaurants and then there's people that are like i'd rather order like locally with stuff that i feel like is better it's not just mass-produced chain restaurant crap so they're trying to trick it's all an elaborate trick of having multiple i think there was one i forget which restaurant that was doing they had like four different names on an app so they were trying to appeal Whoa. to like four different types of people, like your person that might like a chain restaurant and the person that wants like just like a mom and pop pizza place. Like, so I think they're just trying to, it's a trick, it's an elaborate trick to just market to different types of consumers. Hmm. That's yeah. what I understand. Well, I think yeah. early in the pandemic too, I didn't really know what a ghost kitchen was. And now I feel like I know everything about them. Like I've, <laughs> I think I've ordered for like three different ones the most notorious, the flavor town kitchen being run out of the city walk Buka. Um, mm-hmm. Wait, really? <laughs> oh yes. Uh, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> Robert Earl and Guy Fieri have an existing relationship uh, with their chicken guy uh, endeavor. And so, uh, yeah, if you, if you look up flavor town, uh-huh. Uh, you can order from the City Walk location or the Encino location. And Holy it's being shit. Shared kitchens out of the bukas. Mm-hmm. I wow. still find it baffling that you say just buka. I, I feel does anyone else on earth <laughs> only say buka? I Level cannot. <laughs> Good I, friends. <laughs> well, I feel like I'm family when I'm there. Uh, <laughs> You know, and I also cannot remember which one I'm supposed to say. If oh, it's, it's so that uh, you don't have to say the rest. So I don't have to say Beppo or Peppo. I cannot remember <laughs> in this moment, as usual, which is the actual one. If you had to means... guess which one it was, though, which one oh. is it? Uh, I think <laughs> I think it's Beppo. It's the yes. one with it's the alliterative one. Yes, it is Beppo. You're correct. Where did mm-hmm. Peppo come from? That's just I don't. Jason said Peppo, and we roasted him pretty hard the first time. Yeah. Now it's in his head, and we've ruined his. There's a lot of things we've we've uh, ruined in his brain. It's just ruined. (laughs) And someone ran the literal translation. One of the the incorrect one, I believe, translates to beepole. Oh yeah. Now all I just think about is beepole. (laughs) With trying to reach for this word, this name. Uh, Well. This was the first Christmas Eve in like five years that I didn't go to Buca de Beppo for my little Christmas Eve dinner. Oh, oh, that's oh, right. Wow. Yeah, that's a tradition. Jeez. That's well, then really you're on a first name. You should you should cut just just do Buca. I yeah, we're pretty close. I like to pass the picture of Buzz Aldrin eating the gigantic meatball. Give it a high five as I pass. 
<laughs> is that a back at home thing or are you going to the city walk or the Encino or uh, something? Or I would go to the, which the one at the, the, is it the Grove that has one? I, I, I think the it was Grove has the Grove. One. Yeah. Oh, it yeah, does? And, oh, okay. Yeah. And oh. I just, I, I uh, never went home for like my first five years living here. I didn't go home. And so my, my other friends who didn't go home would meet at Buca de Beppo. We would get, we would buy the pictures and everything. It would be, it was a blast. <laughs> Is there a, cool. there's like a, is it a Pope, it's a Pope room at City Walk. Is there a Pope room in each Buca de Beppo? I've only ever gotten sat on the balcony, which I don't know if that is like a compliment <laughs> or an insult, but okay. they, they, I've only been, yeah, I've been sat at, at the same place over and over and over, which maybe is just where they sit when no one's there because it's Christmas Eve and that's the only time I've ever been, but they sit right. you next to this gorgeous statue of a naked lady and she's in the picture and uh and it's and it's a blast <laughs> all right well, we have five to get years down. worth of these photos that's pretty great <laughs> that is yeah. great well you have oh, to get to all the locations at a certain point when we do a big book buca de beppo like saga i think base yeah to re- re- like figure out yeah which one's the best nationwide um, all of them yeah, did you guys do the the pope room at the time we toured the. I toured the Pope, but I. Didn't, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't sit and eat there. Makes it seem uh, like this was arranged. Like we had to know a guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I say toured, we walked around the table and took pictures and giggled. That's basically <laughs> what we we did. But we have photos from the Pope room. I that was the only. I've only actually eaten there once. Um, uh, it was the only that time. time we did it a couple years ago. Well. Yeah, when we, when we're all vaccinated, we'll have to reserve the Capri room at the Encino one, which is the one that a uh, real housewife of Beverly Hill designed, and it looks like she just bought every uh, piece of uh, all the branches and fake lemons from a Michael's Crafts and just <laughs> filled a room with it. Oh, so good. God, I don't. That's I high like on the list. Uh, yeah, it ge- yeah, genuinely is really. Uh, um, yeah. Okay, so the other, if we're talking about big things that have happened that have been internet prominent, I bet, uh, Jamie, you're probably like us and got tagged in this a hundred times with this story, um, this this bizarre thing where uh, I think this was also a Reddit find. This frightening post-apocalyptic photo of oh, the, a du- the dumpster animatronic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like rotting away in a landfill. Um, looking like it had been shot in the face in several <laughs> other places. Um, and and it, this is just the drama of it being in the desert. It felt like, felt very, very Mad Max or very Breaking Bad. End of Casino. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Was there uh-huh. any, like, clarity on where that was? Because I feel like that this picture has had a few different rounds of life. I've been tagged in this picture a million times, like, two or three different times. I can't tell how old the picture is. I can never tell where the dumpster is, like where the landfill is. There's no, I can't trace a history. Well, yeah, I, I don't, don't know the place, but I know that it's safe now. That that I know. If you look <laughs> a little further, like somebody bought it so that it isn't, it didn't just die or get, oh, wow. get burn up. It didn't get uh, Toy Story 3'd. It does. <laughs> so Chucky lives. I don't know if it's restored or anything yet, but it's basically okay. Oh, that's, that's what I found. News. I didn't know that. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, Jason. I only get further. tagged in the dumpster picture five million it. times. Oh, there you go. Oh, oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> this really? is from a a Newsweek story. Oh said that yeah, someone bought it, someone restored it, and this is supposedly the Instagram account of the person who 
uh, got it and restored it. And uh, as you can see, the description is account is closed. Please stop requesting. Follower requests will be blocked. <laughs> More weird caginess. Uh, he only has one follower. <laughs> he only allowed one. He wow. only well, was one person. And um, that is in error. Instagram shows one in error. <laughs> what are you talking about? We maybe so should have good. said, I think we all guessed because there's a side by side. There's the one rotting away in such a sorry state. And then there's just a fully restored, the, the kind of like latter day version with a big C on his shirt. I mean, it looks brand new. It looks right out of the factory. So I that's, demand that's a process fantastic. video. I want to I wanna know how it was done. Right, right, right. Because yeah. otherwise, like, that's are we sure? What if that's a fake? Mm -hmm. That could be uh, any Chuck. Yeah. I saw a Chuck like that last night. So. <laughs> oh, you, so you did go. In, you, you picked up. You didn't uh, deliver. I, I picked up. It, the, first of all, because the prices triple when you get delivery. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> and the pickup, they desperately want you to pick up for some reason. It's weird because it's like the restaurant is not open you can't sit there there's obviously no outdoor dining you can't touch the, the games are covered in germs like i don't know why there's but the carryout deals are pretty like they're like so good that it's kind of like suspicious uh they had like a four you could get like four large pizzas for twenty dollars if you wanted to wow. um, <laughs> like it was which i don't want so i i i just wanted to to go to the pickup counter for a few reasons. First, because I was excited to record this today. Second, because I found out about a new menu item called Unicorn Churros that are a part of the Springtastic celebration that I wanted to try. And third, because I was hoping that they I would be able to buy a Chuck E. Cheese uh, toy truck that I, I've had my eyes on without paying for shipping. <laughs> Uh, and I was able wow. to accomplish all three. It was wow, wow. a great wow. trip. Productive trip. Jeez. It wow, was great. Wow. So, yeah. um, do you have the truck? Can I do you use a truck I nearby? Have, let me. I, my, well, I was trying to figure out where to display it, and I don't know where my boyfriend ended up deciding. I was like looking around for it. I have a picture of it that I'll, okay. I'll send in the chat. Yeah, sure. It's yeah, a good, sure. it's, it's a great truck. Uh, the unicorn, I wish I could say the same of the <laughs> unicorn uh churros they're not very good um they they taste like fruit loops um in a bad way oh, okay uh, <laughs> uh they're very 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 sweet the truck was there it was only three dollars and i had to i felt bad because there's like two people working at chuck e cheese right now there's a cook and a manager and there's really no need for anyone else and so we were standing there for the longest time. I'm thrilled to announce they have not gotten rid of their single animatronic yet because some places have uh, during the pandemic. So I was I was just taking it all in. And then like uh, uh, the manager came out from like desanitizing the the games for nobody. And she was like, oh, you you must have ordered the unicorn churros, meaning that no one else has ordered anything. <laughs> <laughs> recently uh she's like oh unicorn churros okay i'll go get them and i uh i was not i was being a coward i made my boyfriend ask if we could buy the truck i was just like standing there humiliated uh and she we <laughs> it just took a while for us to communicate to her that like she just kind of couldn't believe that we wanted it 
Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, hey, um, could we actually, could we buy something from behind the counter? I'd really love that truck. And she's like, there's no truck. And uh, you know, we had to be like, oh, no, it's like on the far left, the, the truck. And she's like, the truck with Chuck E. Cheese on it. Um, and we were eventually able to get the truck. I don't know. It was at the Eagle Rock Mall. They seem like they really have one person ordering a day. I don't understand why it's open, really. Yeah, uh, that's a good question. I wonder if there's any sort of income being made. Is there any, like, maybe there's some sort of a organization they send, like, pizzas to in the morning, or, like, there's some, like, is there anything, maybe? Like, because obviously what you're saying has got to be true, where there's probably not a lot of people ordering takeout at Chuck E. Cheese at the moment. So who I knows? Don't know. Good question. And no one's buying, because you, what you're saying is you bought the truck from the normal ticket redemption area. Yeah, yeah, which you can't right. access because there's like tape. You cannot get there. <laughs> you just have to ask if if those things are on sale currently. And they're like, yeah, no one's bought any of this in 18 months. Uh, and they're happy to sell it to you. But you really have to ask because they will not believe you when you say that you want it. <laughs> <laughs> I I have a feeling that procedure too is probably like location by location. Like maybe some won't sell it to you. It, an experience I have had recently where I like, if I'm going by a drugstore, I ha- I go in and go to the pharmacy and go like, so what are you folks doing with extra vaccines at the end of the day? Uh, because a medical professional told me to do this. Uh, like, hey, you know, there's a uh, the best way to get a vaccine right now to start going around and asking what they're doing with their cancellations. You're you're saying <laughs> that like the vac- the extra vaccines are very similar to getting to just buy with cash a toy from the Chuck E. Cheese prize redemption counter. Well, getting to buy, like, uh, yeah, getting to buy, yeah, like some places might sell you that outright for cash, the truck, or some might go like, oh, I, we give them, if there's people 65 and older in the store, they get it. Uh, get the if truck. our employees do not want it. Yeah, they LA, get to buy the truck. So it's possible if you ask for the truck, they would say, well, LA County isn't allowing you to buy the truck right now, but yeah, if you, you look at this list of 50 truck. different things you could possibly have, in addition to also maybe just having a doctor's note that says you should get the truck then yes we will sell you the truck so it all yes. it could be exactly like that i get, I get that sort of case by case yeah so yeah. if i had taken that same energy into a vaccination site i could have done something far more useful with my night last <laughs> night it's, yeah yeah like yeah. hey could i get sorry to bother could i get that that vial right over there like, well wait, would, that vial <laughs> no one yeah. wants this <laughs> This is the oh, this is the uh, AstraZeneca vaccine. No one wants this. <laughs> oh well, you know. I like this. Uh, the the attitude, Jason, you're coming in with feels like like Chucky to me a little bit. <laughs> I'm just pairing this because that's the topic. But like, so uh, what are you what? doing with those extra vaccines at the end of that day? <laughs> eh? Well, I feel like a maniac asking, but literally like someone's like oh just start asking about the extras yeah and it works course, it's been working it, it seems like it's where yeah, yeah i yeah. i know someone who got it from doing that trick at a rouse so and then i called a rouse with a pharmacy and they were like oh uh employees get it first and then 65 and older at the end of the day and i'm like okay so that's a totally different policy from this other rouse pharmacy got it <laughs> thank you <laughs> I Very saw that cool. Dodger Stadium shut down early yesterday because 
not enough people like were getting the vaccines. It's like they're it, I'm I'm yeah. so confused by there are, yeah. By there are it. a lot of like narratives too going around yeah as well yeah. where it's like somebody says something and then like a, an hour later you go oh that's actually not a story that's a game of telephone. Mm-hmm. It's so it's just so yeah. much going on with that and that same thing at Chuck E. Cheese. I'm sure you know it's, you're getting. Well, that's the true relevant question is, um, should Chuck E. Cheese get the vaccine on camera <laughs> and <laughs> would it help? I think, I think it would help. I think, yeah. I he agree. Should, He's a hero, sure. at least to the rest of the band. I think it might help convince, uh, like Jasper's <laughs> probably a denier, right? <laughs> Jasper's not sold on the vaccine. <laughs> there, I also have uh, the other, because Chuck, I mean, everywhere has their like cursed pandemic merch, but Chucky has sold uh, some masks, I know, because mm-hmm. I have, I got one for my birthday this year. Um, from my right. from my boyfriend's mother. Um, because she lives in Wisconsin, and I, you know, she believes in the vaccine, but she's not afraid of walking into a Chuck E. Cheese in the middle of a pandemic. So she contains multitudes. <laughs> sure. Um, so but she, she went mar- to get a mask. Wow, <laughs> she wow. marched in there to get me a Chuck E. Cheese mask and a and a birthday balloon. And wow. you know I'm eternally grateful. I wor- I, w- I was worried for her, but apparently no one. I mean, no one was there. Um, mm-hmm. The updates I got, it was like it. The updates I got about the Chuck E. Cheese in Racine, Wisconsin, because she she like gave this stuff to me, and then I just had a million questions for her about what the interior of the Chuck E. Cheese is like since I was last there. <laughs> and she was like, I don't know. It's still a <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. It sounds like it's changed quite a lot, though. Uh, so she would have been oh, yeah. there in August of last year. The last time I went, they still had the full TV parody stuff, the movie parody stuff. They had Chuck Feld. They had Chuck like Feld. Saturday night pizza slice. I forget. Um, <laughs> but now it's all gone. All of the old decorations are gone. They seem like they've followed through with this like big refurbishment they were talking about a couple of years ago of getting rid of all of the animatronics, not even a Chucky. And it's just a wide dance floor for nobody because it's because no one can go. Um, and and there is still a costumed character who she said uh, came out <laughs> to dance for just her when she was purchasing this mask. Pandemic, uh, they still sent out a. They still had like a, a costume chucky. Essentially, wow! It's I guess yeah. it's, the sa- it's the safest role in the restaurant. You got a it's full true. mask on so, at all times, right? I what I wonder how state to state it is because I would imagine that like Chuck E. Cheese's in Wisconsin might be a might have been a little more open than mm-hmm. Chuck E. Cheese's in Southern California. I don't yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't think in, in Southern California, I'm pretty sure they were just totally like you could do pickup and that's it. There was no there was no costumed character. Right. I think so. Yeah, it's a, yet another one of those like COVID confusing case by case. Is the whole chain shut down? Seemingly not. There are enough open that there's like because we've read about here. Yeah, here's the spring event and here's the Halloween event and here's how we can do it COVID safe. But then some places you can't go whatsoever. They, boy, it must be confusing to to work there or to manage it or to be the to be the yeah. CEO, to be new CEO. David McKillops must Ooh. be a pretty tough job. 
uh, we we have not mentioned the the like what a a newspaper would consider newsworthy about Chuck E. Cheese, oh, yeah. which is that during the pandemic they did declare Chapter Eleven bankruptcy, and I believe it closed a number of locations or are going to close a number of the locations. Yeah. I have a story yeah. about that. I've had a big Chucky year in spite of never leaving my home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they yes. did, they closed, they closed the location and it was like, I forget, they closed the location an hour or so from here. I'm trying to remember the name of it, but a tipster DM'd me uh, an auction website because they were auctioning off a bunch of Chucky e. Cheese stuff and like i was kind of nervous about it because i was like well i don't you know who knows how safe they're being who but they were like no you just meet them outside and they give you your wares so they were selling off stuff (laughs) for fucking dirt cheap it was like it was seaside i forget if we were i had to like ask a friend with a pickup truck to 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 take me it was a whole project but but the result is that i now have a ticket muncher in my home and oh. I also in my uh, in my shed because it turns out there's no room for this in my apartment. But I have one of those kid check uh, like podiums. Wow! <laughs> oh, I can so visualize the podium. I, the, wow, that's a great item to get for eighteen dollars. There was no one wanted it. <laughs> no one. Wa- oh, I got I got the the ticket muncher cost me thirty three dollars and the podium cost me $18. No one wanted this shit. They were like, if you've got a pickup truck and $50 will give you whatever you want. It was incredible. You could have bought like the whole showroom for $300. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was wild. It's good we didn't hear about this or that pickup would have been a lot more like a rat race, (laughs) mad, mad, mad world. We would have been like like driving you off the road, Jamie. We would have been trying like trying to get there before. Cannonball run. I should have sent it to you. I I was kind of ashamed of it at the time. It was like (laughs) I was I was pretty ashamed because I was like it's. I think this was like July, like late July, early August, and I was like this is just not. This is not how I should be using my time, money, energy. So I kind of like was secretly bidding on it and then went to collect it in in shame. Um, <laughs> but I don't regret it because every no. morning I wake up and I look directly into my... The ticket muncher didn't work was one of the issues. But fortunately, uh, there's no need for it to. And I, it's, it's now a bookshelf. Wow. Oh, cool. Wow. Yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, yeah, we, we've spent, there was an episode recently where we spent like 20 minutes just fantasizing about owning McDonald Land Play Place stuff, <gasps> mm-hmm. oh which my is God. all expensive on mm-hmm. eBay. It's not, I mean, if, it's not expensive if, if you're rich, but still, <laughs> it's like I'll 10, send, gr- maybe 10 grand. Sorry. I'll send you the auction site because I'd never, it was like a very HTML-y, I don't know how the person who sent it to me like knew it existed. But everything there was just like, I think it was places that were closing abruptly that were selling off large items. Like it was just Mm. a very, um, they would have made a killing on eBay, but fortunately, I don't think that they had the time or uh, ability to to care because I've paid so much, like I've I've paid more for Chuck E. Cheese items than, than that. Like it's ridiculous. That's crazy. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder what's left. I mean, obviously, like the big ticket stuff for us would be like Bowler Hat Chuck. I mean, is Munch mm. is Munch on the ticket muncher that you have? Yeah. Okay, and it's like newer Munch, I assume. It's the new, yeah, it's the newer. I guess these would be the machines from the past ten years or so. Mm. 
with like the cartoon t-shirt wearing munch. I was hoping it would be an old one, but it was all, I wonder, the one thing that they weren't selling off, and I asked the lady when I, when I got there, I was like, so what happens to the animatronics? And they're like, we were told that that's like, not none of our, but they were like, we were told that that's a whole other thing. Like they, they, they weren't even brought into the discussion. They were just selling <laughs> off the skee-ball wow. machines and the and the random shit i i was in a bidding war with someone over the bathroom signs but it was it didn't work out in my favor <laughs> the, the black helicopters and the black vans are coming for the animatronics <laughs> they're gonna whisk them away to the warehouse from the end of uh raiders of the lost ark i'm so and, curious uh, where they're all going because it, it that was that was i was waiting for confirmation from somewhere that they were like not being sold off to other places they're being brought somewhere or they're being like brought to they're being repurposed in some way but it's not mm -hmm. it's not a people facing issue they said don't fucking worry about it well they're going to be examined by top men that's what happens <laughs> top men are on the case uh i did see one of the locations i was closing pictures were going around of like all of the rides and arcade games like were in the like trash yard next to they had like cleared no. out the building and we're just kind of like a dilapidated carousel like next to you know mm. the, which again uh, like it makes like That's of so course weak. you'd want to get it you think that you'd want to get it but it is that it is the physical moving it's the shit and like realize remembering oh right yeah. i don't have an eight bedroom house uh it does not make any sense to have this gigantic skee-ball machine or whatever it is yeah <laughs> yes. it's convincing the person you live with that this will be a positive addition to our lives to look at every day <laughs> and not just like hit you in the knees when you're trying to get out of bed yeah um, i was like oh we're gonna put the we're gonna put the uh, internet router in it so it's kind of more think of it as a shelf and <laughs> <laughs> functional yeah. um you know speaking of the i was thinking about looking this up uh in preparation for the episode and i didn't but now i just went to ebay and i found a pretty good item do you guys would you guys be interested in doing a a quick sudden souvenir smackdown of course with something yeah. that you know you talk about stuff that you want stuff that you're you're driving to a Chuck E. cheese that is closed the, the big ticket stuff. I'm going to show you a big one. You, you uh, Jamie, already name-checked uh, essentially this thing. Um, <laughs> this is one of the old wow. CD covers from the wall. Whoa. Saturday Night Retriever. Um, <sighs> in its frame with a Chucky CD at the bottom and kind of a glass bricky pattern. It, uh, mm. it's, it's, it's by the artist The Beachies. It's, uh, <laughs> it includes more than a wolfhound and Straying Alive. Um, Straying do alive. we... Do we want to go? Um, let's let's get some uh, some guesses on what this is going for is on it, eBay. Can I ask? Is it a buy it now, or is it an auction and the starting price, or are there bids on it already? Um, this is a place bid okay. uh, currently. And yeah, it's starting yeah. somewhere. Okay. Yeah, it's um, been up for. They got, you got six days left on this. Okay. Size, I don't know offhand. I'll see if I can get it. But I mean, we know you. It's all right. Six but six it's feet by three one. feet, so it's big. Yeah. Uh, I'll guess two hundred and forty nine ninety nine. Um, Jason, hmm. uh, I'm gonna go five hundred. Jamie, I'll go. I'll go three fifty. I'll split the difference. Um, the winner of that is gonna be Jason. 
at uh, 4.49. Wait, is that right? Wait, wow. did somebody no, say 500? It, it, yeah, yeah. It depends be, if we're doing Price is we, Right rules. Yeah, it, Price wait, is Right yeah, rules. Is Jamie wins. It, I went oh. over. I went over. Oh, if it's yeah. Price oh, right it's rules. not closest. It's <laughs> over Damn. you don't want to do. Okay, got it. Well, now when we do this again, I will know <laughs> the rules. I'm glad this is a good reiteration for me. All right, so That's Jamie, yes. That's so wow, much congrats. money. That's very yeah, expensive. yeah. That yeah. a lot. Um, I yeah, over- do I care that much? I don't know if I uh, it's so the thing the si- size really is a problem there too. That's such that's gonna take up a whole wall in your home. <laughs> Which again, yeah. like how much wall space do people really have? Do you like this enough for it to be like such a a facet of your personality? And not just Chuck E. Cheese, but specifically, do you want this BG's? parody <laughs> do you like saturday night retriever enough to have it be the main art in your house uh, can i bring up real quick i just searched on ebay just out of curiosity let me just show you something that you can purchase uh and here you go uh oh this is Whoa. a inside the head like the mechanism inside of i guess a chucky head you can buy for 60 dollars. oh the and eyes oh. and it is horrifying it's like a big like just kind of black bracket mechanism and then a weird like red it's weird knowing what's in the head now a big red plastic piece it's probably some mouth piece of some kind and then just unpainted eyes with like listless eyebrows halfway down or eyelids rather um, and they, they have yeah they have six of these apparently and it says animatronic head kit showbiz pizza chuck e cheese's colorado animatronics so i guess you could just buy your own like uh material felt or something and and construct your own chucky head around this exoskeleton or not exoskeleton mm-hmm. the skeleton i should say yeah, uh, is this aftermarket though? Is this like when your your mechanic is like, well, do you want the part made by the manufacturer? Or do you want the aftermarket like made by third party? It's like a third mm. of the price, but it is less of a warranty. It looks like it might be a knockoff. Yeah, a uh, knockoff. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't seem like it might be authentic, but that's maybe just an option for us if we're looking for something cheaper. We make yeah. our own Chucky head. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a way more efficient way for us to start manufacturing our own <laughs> animatronic at home. Yeah, that's always yeah, been the end easy. game, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. that's probably where this has been going. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Talk They're... to him, get advice from him, um, mm-hmm. give him a hug at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Say thanks for being there for me, Chuck. Yeah. Aaron Fector, the the like creator of all this stuff, who there's also a bunch of like stuff that's happened with him in the past year that I don't even want to get into because it's really <laughs> fucked up. But you don't say that guy. Oh, it, he it everything about him is so fucked. I was like going through my old emails with him and I was like, this guy's just really fucked up. Um, but there he used to be selling like a make your own animatronic kit on his website for like ten thousand dollars or something absolutely <laughs> scam artist ridiculous. I don't know, but I but also I'm like, I, what is a reasonable price for an animatronic? I have no idea. Right. It could be, yeah, that could be anything. Yeah. As far as like money. It could be like $100 with the way the world currently values animatronics, which is not very much. Um, Aaron Fector, there's a little Cliff Notesy thing. Yeah. So he, yeah, he kind of kicked off the entire 
trend and he specifically is the creator of not the not the Chuck E. Cheese characters but of the Rock of Fire Explosion the other set of characters that got sort of bought out and replaced but this guy is still going uh, there's this documentary that's largely about him he once employed 200 people at his factory in Orlando and now it's just him and there seems like there was some kind of a chemical blast at this facility so now which was decrepit when they filmed the documentary and now it's just full of chemicals everywhere and he's been maybe this is one of the things you're referring to is that he's been there's there's a very populated youtube channel that just is him Um, yeah he's putting out a lot of content there's been a lot of quarantine content from aaron vector so much yeah i have not been keeping up with it because i i i mean he was my perception was he was he was always like kind of bizarre on YouTube, and I didn't really yeah. i I couldn't really watch too much of his content without being like, mm, I don't like it here. I'm leaving. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it seems to have really taken a turn, which made me go back to I was trying to interview him at one point, and I didn't mention this on the first episode we did, maybe because I still thought there was a chance I would interview him at this point. I washed my hands of it. But I like almost three years ago, I reached out to him to to interview him and he kept bailing on the interview at the last minute because of like an emergency and it would always and the last I I read the last like true cancellation he made because I tried again a year later and never heard from him. But this was from December 2018. And it's a long email that I barely read at the time because I just read the first sentence and was like, well, he's clearly not going to do this interview. He keeps canceling for these like confusing reasons. But I read through the whole email and it's like, it sounds like he, his, he said that two of his dogs died very close together. And it sounds like he was like doing holistic medicine on his dogs against the advice of his vet. And it was a long email about that and so i just don't like him i don't trust him and i don't i don't fuck with him anymore it's really like raising my blood pressure to even look at it because it's in like a it's in like a a a weird font and it's just a lot i can i can imagine (laughs) what the font looks like and it's like what four points too big for a normal female yeah yeah it's like ariel size 22 (laughs) Italics and unmotivated. You could have said just the font, and I would have gone, oh, yeah, okay, I hear what you're saying. (laughs) Shiver. Um, I get it. I get what you're saying. If you're, uh, uh, let's let's be careful, all of us, with our blood pressure, because I do do have more Aaron Fector material that I've, this is not all recent, (laughs) this is like from the last 20 years, uh, some of which I came off of uh, showbizpizza.com, which thanks to them for archiving so much stuff. Um, One step of the Aaron Fector saga I didn't know, um, so his his characters, the Rock of Fire Explosion, who were mainly associated with Showbiz Pizza, they all kind of went away, and the whole story is he held on to the IP which became essentially worthless or not worthless, but just not, you know, enough to mine a whole empire out of. What I didn't know is that he tried to start new restaurants with the Rock of Fire explosion. Like he, yeah, he attempted to like put them into other places, um, which some of which only had a couple of locations. Um, One of the Rock of Fire characters is named Looney Bird. So he started a restaurant in Deep Orlando called Looney Birds. He just named it after one of them in a Pasquale fashion. Um, I found some literature about Looney Birds that's all 
very much like your email it's very like come to looney birds we got pizza we got fun and games and we have the rock of fire explosion who are famous all over the world and they are world renowned and they are they are characters who are valued by many many people it's like this giant we did not vaccinate children them. arguing <laughs> to no one um, <laughs> um i also found a looney birds newsletter where he talks about the success of the first taping of live at looney's a local time warner show that he was making from the restaurant. The hook of Looney Birds is that the famous rock of fire explosion, which is the word famous, is thrown at you so many times. Um, you yourself can be the lead singer of the band. You can sing karaoke, and they are your backing band. So he made it. It's a karaoke situation, and he made a TV show out of the karaoke. Um, and the newsletter says the taping was a big success. And based on the feedback of the people in attendance, we will be installing air conditioning before the next taping. <laughs> In Orlando. <laughs> in Orlando, yeah. You know, now, look, it's, you know, it, it's fine during the day for the regular restaurant, but when you bring in the TV lights, that's what we didn't know was the TV lights really just heat mm-hmm. up everything. And so now we know. So the next time, but otherwise it was great. Everybody had a, a great time. So don't, you know, d- don't say they didn't. Um, the other factor thing that I discovered, and I'm really, I'm sorry to do this to everyone. I'm sorry. I know what a bummer I'm about to click on. Uh-oh. Um, oh, no. Do we know the fact about him that he was, uh, according to his story at least, the inventor of the whack-a-mole, yes. and that yes. it got sort of taken from him, or, so, or he's just not credited as such? Um, yeah. Well, there's no question, if, if it's in question whether he invented the whack-a-mole, uh, he, we absolutely know that he invented a cousin of the whack-a-mole called the bin laden basher oh no i he, yeah okay god seen this for any reason no i've never seen this i came um, with like five new reasons to hate aaron fector and this was not even one of them <laughs> wow god. yeah this is something strike a blow for freedom it says bizarre a bizarre photo of you know it's like it, yeah, it's a it's a whack-a-mole, but it's Bin Laden, and there's a guy with an American flag patterned mallet, and he is in jean shorts and shirtless. Why? That might be Aaron Fector. Like that. Yeah, might I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. I had that question. I was wondering. Um, it's all so Florida. Yeah, can extremely. I, I you know, I, I said read? to my wife, what, like, where are you going to end up where you are shirtless with a whack-a-mole? And she <laughs> said, Florida. <laughs> um, um, Florida the Wildwood, Florida, New obviously. Jersey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the other... Seaside Heights. <laughs> you have to rip the, to get to start it. You have to rip the shirt off, though. You can't just take it off. You have to pull your shirt <laughs> off and destroy it before you play this game. Yeah, and let out a yell. The the machine's activated by the yell. <laughs> um, so you use the mallet of freedom, and you uh, you you find Bin Laden, smash his ugly face. It says, and then special the bonus, uh, Hitler's also down there. Hitler's in oh it. Oh my god! Why? Yeah, what? Hitler's hiding with Bin Laden. Hiding with dirtbag Osama Bin Laden is none other than history's most evil scumbag. Let them both have it. <laughs> Wow. I kind of like look wild. These are all correct villains. I that's that look they're all bad, but it, it is funny Absolutely, to me like but... Osama bin Laden that guy's a dirtbag and Hitler, I'll tell you what, he's a scumbag. <laughs> it's kind of like 
It's wait, like, wait, wait. what you say about a good some guy on the street you don't like, not like the these this, awful. Uh, this feels Saddam. Saddam, <laughs> Saddam is also there Saddam. by special request oh. of the president. <laughs> the president what? of the president of what? The president of Dick's Last Resort. Yeah. <laughs> Did President Bush get in touch with Aaron Vector? Aaron, you gotta help. Yeah. <laughs> it would How be do we a get the message across the to the fine? <laughs> oh, Aaron Vector was in the cabinet. Didn't doesn't doesn't everyone remember? <laughs> I don't even know. Like my my brain is stopped. What? <laughs> yeah, huh. yeah. I know. This you, there sort of it needs to be a come down from this. Yeah, his yeah, Aaron Vector was hired for the actual military. The the plan was him going around Afghanistan shirtless. With a mallet of freedom. <laughs> in jorts, yeah. <laughs> in jorts. <laughs> As this marketing uh, material says, perfect for military rec rooms. <laughs> That's big business, baby. Those military rec rooms, you know? Yeah, those, you know. Um, in, yeah, in size 22 aerial font, kind of his thing. There, yeah, he, wow. <laughs> he, he got, uh, there, there was, I didn't even dig too deep into it because I'm like, Jesus Christ, but there there was like another uh like uh it seems like a, a peak in Aaron Factor like YouTube commentary content in uh early 2020, like pre-pandemic 2020, uh of like a lot of racist stuff that he was putting on his YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh and that I, I guess it just I can't even speak to it because I barely engaged with it. But it just since we last spoke about Aaron Fector, he it, there's just been a spike in how many fucked up things that he's done. Mm. He does seem uh, uh, sort of primed for the the current mo- like the kinds of people who've been prominent <laughs> in the last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's well qualified. I would yeah. be. It's probably a good thing that he doesn't have like nationwide restaurants and a robot show because God knows what he would be programming those robots to say and play oh at this point. I would uh, maybe maybe I'm wrong, but it feels like it feels like they would have some speeches to give to the kids. <laughs> Chuck uh, changes it, his middle initial like, from E to Q. Something. <laughs> Chuck you cheese. <laughs> yeah, there. And you can look at the basement of our restaurants. You can inspect the basement and see <laughs> there's no like, sicko oh, stuff. Pizza places. <laughs> I guess there's a whole like toxic Facebook group surrounding the Rock of Fire explosion that Aaron Factor is in charge of. That like some people have done the the deep dive on it. I don't care to even. No, I'm I'm glad that Chuck E. Cheese has wow. washed his little mouse, <laughs> now canonically mouse hands. Mm-hmm. You did miss it. You don't have to do this too. That's yeah. too many things to infiltrate. I'm, maybe, I can't do it. Do, maybe do we go, well, we obviously still have to deliver a showbiz pizza episode to the listeners one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. maybe we have to get... Settle. In the mud at a certain point, but now we don't. Now we don't have to go on now the Facebook we don't. page. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Uh, yeah. I can. I I have something lighter. Oh, please, I have some good please. news. Oh, good. Dear God, please. I know. It's uh, like this is so dark. <laughs> Uh, this is an, a little shavers update. 
if everyone yes. will recall, the Little Shavers are a bob- barbershop quartet that was featured in the short-lived restaurant, the Ice Cream Emporium, that existed two locations in Florida, one in Texas. <laughs> a set, a full Little, Saver- Little Shavers show has been restored and is on wow. display at the Volo Auto Museum in Volo, Illinois. Mike, can you can you, can you pull up that video I sent you? Uh, yes, I can. Um, Here it is. And Whoa. if you want to play that, whoa! Uh, no, the uh, the barber chair. Oh, yesterday I heard Oh, these guys are adorable. <laughs> very muppety. <laughs> Very noisy. Okay, that's good. Man, wow. the clacking of the robots. <laughs> oh, the pretty beautiful loud. Clacking. Very pretty yeah, loud. Um, that's good. I'm glad they're back. Yeah, so they're back. Supposedly the only little shavers preserved in the world, but this place, the Volo Auto Museum, has its own pirate show. They have wow. exhibits dedicated to pizza theater restaurants wow. they have one of two operating the beagles beagles wow. the, the the chuck e cheese beetles who are dogs yeah Neat. and the king they, they've, they've got, got king? the king and king cat wow the michael jackson the michael king. Jackson how did they king? do that and Whoa. you eat in a little pizza cafe in the museum man that's great oh, it is about Polo. Volo is about 40 minutes north of the Woodfield Mall. So, Mike. What? Yes. Oh, what? This it's right just north where of Chicago. Live, where I grew up. Yeah. Wow. That's wow. wild. Well, Mike, I know you haven't gotten back there in a while. So, when you get back in town, I want you to go straight to the Volo Auto Museum. And then anything else or anyone you want to see mm-hmm. in the Schomburg area, it's up to you. But yeah, I'll Volo drive first. straight there. Yeah, first. Yeah. Before seeing Don't anyone. invite anybody with you. <laughs> yeah, no, no go one's coming. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, what, uh, do we have any more current stuff or s- awful Aaron Factor news? Do we want to go some retro? Do some retro? You, you, let Chuck? me let me just say I'm not gonna say it, but we, we do. We, there was oh we God. got too dark already that I don't want <laughs> yeah, to even it's say really bad the it, other things that I learned. So I, so yeah, I I honestly I'm, we're cutting on the fly. Okay, so, all right. So Mike, yeah. feel free to. Uh, well, I just want to bring. I mean, there's. There, all these clips are fun, except for one one dark spot. Uh, I really quickly, I want to highlight uh, one of like Chucky's signature songs that we didn't talk about. And he's been singing this song forever, and I assume we've all heard it. But I really like. I, I saw an old video of it, and I just want to shout it out. It's something I like. This is just. I don't want to make fun of it. I just want to say I like this song. Uh, and you probably know what I'm talking about. Uh, and it's an old. This is this is the old version. They do do a new updated version with Bowling for Soup Man, but that's not what. Uh, an exciting this is. new musical review with your merrymaking master of ceremonies, Chuck E. Cheese. That's me, Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> your host with the most. But even with this star behind me, I'm not the star of the show. You are. Cause you the are. Magic only happens when we all get together.
And then he he sort of he shouts out all the members of the band. I can keep playing, but that's the gist of it. Together we got it. And they still do this number apparently. And I I remember it now when I found the video and I was like, this is uh, this is just good. I like this song. Um Helen yeah. Henny was a belter back in the day. Yes. Yeah. They all get their little moment to shine. I like that about this song. It's a nice yeah. like introduction to the band. Um, and yeah, the, I, this is the old version, but there are new Bowling for Soup-ified versions of it as well. Jeez, I'm so glad it's around. It. Yeah. That's so nice. I feel, because especially recently, I, I was trying to figure out if this was like something that happened post Pasquale's pizza fiasco or if it had been happening for a while anyways, but it seems like they're getting, like they're slowly edging Pasquale out of the main crew on merch. Like, Mm. That truck I got yesterday, not a Pasquale in sight, but the other four are there. Really? It's oh, strange. No. Yeah, it's it's just um it's Chucky, Munch, Jasper and Helen. No Pasquale. And I don't know if they were I, I just wonder what's I feel like Pasquale is the most beloved in a way. Yeah, I mean in some cute? circles. Do they think <laughs> is he not cute maybe? Like it's hard it's harder to cute. I think the puppet is it that he's a man? <laughs> it's unclear. Maybe. He's a human. Maybe it's human, a human thing. I, I think he's in the, there is a puppet one you were saying, because like he's in, there's a game show sketch they shot recently where they sing a song trying to figure out what Chucky's middle name is. Um, and they're just naming off different E names. Uh, and at one point they say, is it evolution? And they show what he used to look like. Uh, here's new Chucky, but in the bowler hat. Oh, cool. Uh, and I think Pasquale's in there. But yeah, I know what you mean, that it feels like they're edging out Pasquale. He's um, still like YouTube canon, but I don't, he's not yeah. on a lot of the, he's like not on the website, really. It's confusing. I don't know. Huh. Is uh, Do they want him to maybe, is the voice too cartoonish in the 2021 maybe? Is there... It maybe are they trying to transition like maybe a young Pasquale in that's more authentic? Yeah, maybe you know? it's, he, it's he's impossible to because they do seem to have like kind of like childified the other the other characters and maybe just because Pasquale uh, has a full goatee <laughs> they can't <laughs> they man. can't get him there. I don't know. Yeah, it's odd. Maybe it's odd him. to have like an adult pizza chef hanging out with these children. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. it seems Possibly. a little. Unsafe. Check, then it's fine. Well, let me I, let me bring up another character. I don't. I, I didn't catch that we talked about him last time. Maybe we mm -hmm. did, and you for, forgive me if we did. Uh, we did not talk about Munch Junior last time, right? I don't, <laughs> Ooh, think, I don't so. think so. No. Oh boy. No. And Munch Junior was, and and this is a clip I found on YouTube. Munch Junior was uh, sort of hidden on certain stages. And the reason he was only in certain stages is because he was a reskin version of a, a Rock of Fire character named Choo Choo. So they had to already have like a little robot on the stage kind of hiding in a garbage can before for the necessity to retheme that character. Oh, then. a little critter who pops up. Yeah, there was a lot more of that kind of thing with, with Rock of Fire. Right. So like you see this cl the clips on the top Ooh. left here, Munch Jr. would <laughs> pop his head up. And oh. uh, I found a clip made by a child called Rest in Peace Munch Jr. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, I just want to play a quick clip of it uh, here. 
In this video, we will be finding out what happened to Munch Jr. So Munch Jr. is a very old prop from Chuck E. Cheese in front of Helen. We're in between Helen and Munch. So this is Munch's little brother or little cousin. People say, mostly people say that it's Munch's little cousin when it's really his brother. So it's his brother. So, yeah. Oh. He would pop out out in an air vent. Here's like a video right here. He would go up and down out of an air vent. He would go up and then down an air vent. So yeah, and um, <laughs> he would usually pop out during like the songs to beat with the music, like choo choo. But here we um finding out what would happen, what happened to him because he was being vandalized by kids. <laughs> I don't know if that means like he was not working properly or he was not working at all because kids kept messing with him and breaking him. That's the reason why. And um, so, yeah, it's what basically happened. That's what basically happened. So, and he, there's a little more to that video. Uh, I want to shout out Ian. The, the YouTube channel is Ian Cool Guy. Uh, and the video itself yeah, is Rest yeah. in Peace Munch Jr. So everyone go over here and support this video. There's a little more information about uh, what happened to M Munch Jr. But apparently children were vandalizing Munch Jr. And they had to remove him. I'm going to take this kid as the as information. I'm not. I'm, I'm taking not Ian at it. his word. Exactly. Yeah, we're all going to be working for Ian Cool Guy in a few years. So <laughs> this, the like the the passion about Munch Junior, the knowledge and the quiver in the voice when thinking about vandal kids. This, uh, folks, is a good boy. This is a, exactly. this is a very good boy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I, I appreciate the next his generation. passion. <laughs> um, but I, I I love Munch Jr. immediately. I wish yeah. Munch Jr. would come back. I didn't. I haven't seen Munch Jr. appear on the new Chucky things. But no, why not? Oh. He seems like he'd be ripe for the YouTube channel. Such a simple puppet. Very simple puppet. You probably also could just like like Martin Short and Clifford shoot him like smaller down below the same puppet, but like smaller. And, and like do tricks to make it look like it's a different puppet, but it's the same. Yeah. And there's just making it look like he's a different size. There's some great pictures of like this picture here of Munch Jr. Um, <laughs> squat one tooth. Uh, yeah. and, a, and a little beanie. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 here, this is it. This is new Munch Jr., I think. Oh, he is. Oh. Whoa, wait. Wait, click he's on cute. that wiki. Is okay, maybe it'll wait, say. I, okay, wait. all right, hold on. Oh, I'm getting ads for wrestling figures uh, on <laughs> uh Okay, Munch Jr. in the mid-90s. I don't uh, know. It doesn't say that he's mm. been in it recently. Oh, Munch man. Jr. puppet. Remember, they were doing puppets, though, still in the 90s. Yeah, I puppets guess. aren't I'm, new on the YouTube. I Wait, he was still in Wilmington, North Carolina until they closed in November oh. 2020. Oh, oh, Munch Jr. Still a Munch I Jr. I apologize to the audience for getting their hopes up that Munch Jr. is still around. So far, Munch the, Jr. has not returned. There is wow. a private collector who shows his Munch Jr. at Chuck E. Con, according to this <laughs> that fan. doesn't wish. sound Chuck good. Con, eh? I think Jamie uh, should get in contact with him. There, <laughs> Maybe do we I've need to I've emailed Chuck E. Cheese people for the last time. It's been, it's probably nothing but pain. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
that never is meet your well i don't want to say heroes mm-hmm. um <laughs> no never never meet anyone i guess it's the long and short of it yeah don't meet new people you'll be just fine mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that's um, fine we're done with that this year no one's met anyone new in a, yeah. in a year so it's worked out great right um, do you, does anyone have, else have, I mean, I have more things to share. I can keep going if anybody else has something. I, I like have to talk something, about. you know, I, this might, your clip might, might dovetail nicely into mine because it also features a, a, a young boy with a, um, charmingly, um, like unprofessional, uh, voice, a very little kid voice. Um, I'm really excited about this. I, I feel like this might. I when I saw this this rang a bell to me and it might for you guys too I'm curious if it does um because this was a a television commercial that might have been late 80s or not 80s late late 90s might have been early 2000s I feel like I remember it being on TV and you you think that once you're in like skate chuck era that the fun is done but then I saw this which is like honestly one of my favorite pieces of chuck content I've ever seen mm-hmm. um and this is a commercial that's um at least on by this YouTube user is uh dubbed they've got crabs and here now <laughs> they've got crabs seafood restaurants versus chuck e cheeses We've got pizza. They've got crabs. Chucky's got cheese. <laughs> They've got crabs. Chucky's got music. They've got crabs. Oh. So let's start right, midway through check-in. Um, yeah, this kid has ended up at a crab restaurant instead of at Chuck E. Cheese where he wants to be. Um, th- there's fun being had at Chuck E. Cheese. They built a giant mouth that a slice goes into. Uh, then he's at a lame plate with a big crab. Then Chuck E. Cheese gets even more fun. And then a lemon gets squeezed and it shoots into the kid's <laughs> eye and he says, Crabs! <laughs> And then, and then the crab is like alive on the plate and mocks him like he <laughs> did it on purpose. And then, worst of all, then Chuck Chuck E. Cheese gets as fun as like a a Vegas uh, montage from a '60s movie. And then uh, the kid's worst nightmare because he yells "crabs!" And then he's in the darkened kitchen, and a gigantic crab bursts into the kitchen after him. This is a surrealist. Uh, this is like, like is uh, this Kafka. Just like a red lobster call out commercial? Like, who are they calling out? <laughs> seafood in general? Like, uh. I, yeah, I don't know. These are probably I never thought of of seafood places or crab places as being like stuffy or specifically not for kids but apparently or, they're a child's worst nightmare or directly competitive to Chuck E. Cheese in any way <laughs> yeah uh, yeah I, yes who, who would ever be considering one or the other do they have <laughs> crabs at Chuck E. Cheese well you know back east like fish houses like you know uh Soup, salad, fish entree, dessert, like all in- included. Still very popular, but usually there's an ample kids menu for like, here's yeah, fried shrimp or chicken tenders, and here's like, you know, worms and dirt for dessert. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it could be a little stuffy. Maybe back in the day when everyone is still like 
smoking their way through a meal, it was a little more <laughs> dour. But <laughs> yeah, and maybe back in the day, a giant crab would come to life and hunt you into the kitchen, like the Jurassic Park <laughs> raptors. That's so, true. Yeah. This is now. Let me let me keep going with this because if you were worried about the Quabs kid, it it does it does work out for him. Oh, good. So the for the listener, he's backed into a corner. What's he's gonna what's he gonna do? Well a hero swoops in last minute and Chuck E. Cheese with a net <laughs> suddenly is at the crab restaurant <laughs> unannounced. <laughs> ha look at that open mouth. That's a great frame. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> <laughs> Real ha, be gone with ye. Oh, Throws a net God. over some of the crab, which fells him immediately, high fives the kid. <laughs> Very little Scott kid, um, and then a logo, and then a graphic where Chucky is flying in a spaceship—a <laughs> little one mouse size spaceship. This is a work of art. This is a great short film. <laughs> wow, God. Chucky came to the restaurant to save the kid. He caught the wind. Beginning, middle, was... and end. This is incredible. Right, and Chucky like. Like beats, I guess he beats up a crab. I mean, he doesn't beat the crab up, but I assume that's what happens off screen. He, he plays, crab, gets a couple if the, if a crab gets a net on it, it's like a turtle ending up on its back. Like eventually, he will uh, suffocate. He mm-hmm. will. Uh, he's you know he'll go to the ground and he'll he'll die in a few days. So see, the yeah, crab see, is dead. Chucky see you in hell, him. crab. Tell <laughs> <laughs> the devil. Chucky says hi. <laughs> That's incredible. Chucky, it was a nightmare. There were quabs. Please tell me that your restaurant has no quabs. <laughs> Good news, kid. I'm Good news, talk. kid. I'm going to talk to this your mom gonna... and dad outside, too. <laughs> Let them know what for. You take and... this kid to another restaurant, you'll never go to another restaurant again in your life. <laughs> Jasper and Munch hold up the parents. <laughs> Wow, Chuck punches him in the gut. Helen, get the other net. Uh, Mom and Dad are getting netted. Yeah, you don't think is... I got another net? You got another thing coming. You know, old Chucky was like a like a mobster connected guy, like a yeah, like Casino. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, That's this whole persona. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's a yeah. deliberate media narrative to frame the crab a very particular way and make you, you know, to start you against the crab. You're not, you're never given the crab's perspective. Where's the crab coming from? The crab's about to die. You know, it's right. like no wonder the crab is upset. The crab's about to be consumed, but Chucky is just unequivocally our hero he wants the crab to disappear guess what he has the ability to make that happen mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, chuck I, is never in a position where it's he himself chucky e. cheese that's going to be eaten a rat <laughs> is not desired to eat but a crab is they're coming from different places i like true. this i like this because it's like you know it's that scene in breaking bad when gus kills victor himself he's been letting other minions do things for years and he actually finally like does the really awful thing himself. You know, we actually get to see how scary Chucky could be because up yeah. until now he's just friendly. It establishes him as a definitive predator. <laughs> he's exactly. Not, yes. He's yeah. not the prey. Right. And this is probably part of why they had to rebrand, maybe because of the aggressiveness of this old Chuck. Yeah. 
Feed the the crab to the ticket muncher. No one will find your bones. (laughs) Yeah, the it is funny because I was thinking about the old Chucky. Definitely, like if this person ran a business, you would go, "Oh, we should." He's stealing money, skimming money off the top. He's not paying the workers very well. I'm getting ripped off somehow. Like you wouldn't trust that type of personality to own a business and let like your kids loose in his house. Or his, his his restaurant. He's really pivoted. He's 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 quite the empath these days, Archuk. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, the current yeah. one is very lovable. It's it is weird that it came from Yeah, yeah. I genuinely Yeah, you know what? I I do think current Chuck is cute. And you can make fun of that bowling for soup voice and that they did that. It is very silly, but I think that guy does a good job. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. As opposed maybe to um, just while we're on the topic, I've also, I saw footage I'd never seen of original Chuck. This is from 1977. Ooh. And just to get a, just to get a little hit, oh, the no. earliest Chuck. And Brain in general, Chuck. the puppets are amazing to watch. Um. Well, it's a surprise to me. <laughs> we got boy, boy, he's coming up here. Yeah. He's fucked up. He's fucked. Yeah, he's drunk. He's really Jeez, drunk. Louise, he's got a cigar. Really oh, he's got a stove. <laughs> he's got a, his right hand is a human hand for some reason. <laughs> Where the eyes blink at different. Uh, he's got levels. one human hand. He's got a giant <laughs> cigar. A skew uh, bow tie. A skew hat. The hat's tipping off his head slowly. Oh my god! Yeah, that is a truly beautiful evolution from like a middle-aged alcoholic uncle to a to a teenage <laughs> boy who couldn't be nicer to a teenage <laughs> boy that boy. like there was a recent video called Spring Break Break Dance and it's just Chucky like dancing and there's kids dancing and of course they all have masks on but they're not really like they're just having a good time they're making the best of a tough situation and that's very <laughs> different from like this Chuck who's like yeah I grew up downstream from the silent spring from the DDT water and my eyes aren't so good but what are you gonna do <laughs> uh, been blind uh, for years <laughs> Scott, I'm assuming you've pulled up this freeze frame of this video because you've you've noticed, like I just have, that the employees would wear bowler hats. Yeah, they all wore the hat like Chuck, apparently. Wow, I didn't realize yeah. that actually. Yeah. No, I didn't either. That's that's pretty cool. I was just trying to find one more Chuck line. I think I think there might be another. Let, let me see. Slimely on, we slimely on. So come on, ladies, hit it. Birthday one, honey bun. Won't you be our birthday one? So far, there are six, with three more under construction and another three on the drawing boards. The idea's already spread to Japan, and it's only a matter of time before Chuck E. Cheese makes his debut in Australia. His debut. debut. I've never heard that in an accent. I don't know. Maybe it's, I think it's Australian, not British, but is that... I don't know. I feel like this guy's putting on a show. I don't think that's right. I don't think anybody says debut. <laughs> Um, uh, but there's one more odd thing. Then you meet the, like, you meet the real Chucky. This guy's the president or the CEO or something, and he's, like, a 70s vested, um, you know, like, Keenan Wynn character with big sideburns. Um, he's pretty scary. 
Um, but he talks about the you know the audience they're trying to hit. He imagine this that this company now is like a four. They have like a skateboarder as their mascot, and it used to be like this old this like there will be blood man running it. But uh, there's this crazy bit of narration. Let me see if I can find it. They justify like who the audience might be for Chuck E. Cheese. And this is, this is very grim. I guess this, was the, this is the world of the 70s, apparently. Chuck E. Cheese researchers say the idea is very popular with workaholic dads who are suffering from what they call YEG, young executive guilt. <laughs> drive dad into taking the kids out Guess who decides where they'll go? In this country, it's prime. Why eat? Wow. This is an, ama- an, a, a, an Australian like news show like with an anthropologist going like, this is how Americans live. Why E.G.? <laughs> wow. Why young sad. executive really? guilt. That's- <laughs> young executive guilt. So if you're on the road all the time, you're always on, like, going to hotels and doing deals, and then you come home and you feel like, ah, God, I guess I have to see my kid. Well, where can I take my kid where I don't really have to talk to him and answer <laughs> questions and show that I don't know anything about them? I know. I'll plop him in front of a robot show and some video games. <laughs> That'll and then I won't that. prove That'll... that I don't know if they're in second grade or eighth. <laughs> That'll it's fix worked everything. for generations. It's worked <laughs> it's for generations. I'm so damn tired. It's 1974. It's viewed as feminine to drink water. I just have to drink <laughs> coffee all day long. I haven't slept in a decade. Uh, and this and was back when you could. They really wouldn't like cut you off uh, if you were if you were a dr- if you were a drinking dad suffering of YEG at the Chuck E. Right. Cheese. You could be like tossing them back all night. Right. No, it's a paradox. They would just keep serving you, but there weren't fights until like the 90s and 2000s where like they'll cut you off, but then there's fights because everyone's angry they cut you off. It's true. Is YEG a suitable reason for getting the vaccine? <laughs> <laughs> is that a pre-existing condition? How is that considered? Oh, you need you a need note from your uh, CEO. And if you have that, then you can get the vaccine. Yes. I, Adam Curtis of the BBC wrote me a note saying I have YEG and that something has happened. I'm so working the, too uh, hard at Halliburton all day. Therefore, <laughs> uh, is young podcaster guilt a thing oh. we could get? From our various <laughs> networks, our presidents of our podcast networks that could write oh, us That's a note. right. Yeah. YPG. Hey, Brett. <laughs> Brett, write us a Brett. note that says we have YG. <laughs> Brett, write us a note, Brett. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we need it. Uh, wow. And then we, we, in the last episode we talked about, there was uh, like on some, there were mom and dad rooms specifically, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah soap opera rooms. <laughs> right. And sports rooms. <laughs> Yes, to I'll separate repeat. everybody. Yeah. And I think I'll, re- I'll repeat the joke I said last time, and there'll be like stag films playing in the dad room. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you're not that far off because later in this Australian news report, um, we get a little glimpse at Dolly Dimples, who I talked about earlier. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, wow. Um, this is as, as close as we get to stag film, I think. First of all, I forgot keep in mind what she that looks the, like. Yeah, she's she's something big, uh, big doily <laughs> as a, as a collar, um, big clown wig, kind of clashing and... aesthetics. Yeah, 
<laughs> she also, you like sit at a bar to see her. That's something I didn't realize. Yeah, the you, like, pull up a seat. Drinking. This is like the wow. close up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like the close up room at the Magic Castle. It's it's very very <laughs> intimate, and it's a room that says cabaret on the outside. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Like, most of the Pizza Time Theater is at a separate cabaret room. Um, And then the narrator says this. Lee Dimples, the singing hippopotamus, is powered by a computer system capable of handling 450 instructions per second. Dolly has a repertoire of more than 20 medleys and a bosom that rises and falls with compressed air. Oh. That was for my second husband. Wow. Oh, that one goes out to her second husband, Eugene. She talks about her second husband. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wow. Wait, we need to hear about the second husband. Yeah. Wow. That was for my second husband, Eugene, who used to ride with the Texas Rangers. He's a long, tall Texan. He wears a tan gown. Sounds like Eugene has... Young executive killed too. Yeah, divorcee hippopotamus that they put in this separate room with a heaving bosom. (laughs) And you're like a foot away from her face. (laughs) You're so close to this animatronic while you're eating, and there's like it's only room for like four people at that bar. This is a great idea. Your drink over. Yeah. Come see Dolly Dimples sing I'm Still Here from Follies. <laughs> Come see the song that made, Elaine Stritch made famous. <laughs> I just like that. I mean, this was, I would have to imagine, unless the world was extremely, like, even more different than I understood it to be. This was just, like, before they were, like, testing anything of, like, does anybody want this? They're just like, people probably want this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is good. Seems right. <laughs> I can't sure. imagine Dolly Dimples testing well but i'm glad she existed go to a yeah, separate dark room look <laughs> at a compressed air bosom hear about failed marriages it's all yeah it's before you yeah it's before like money people would come in and be like we only are getting four people in here to view this show up close maybe with this is a waste of money and maybe this woman's story is a little depressing for a child I would imagine that that like that suit guy would think Dolly Dimples. I bet she would crack him up because she would remind him of his wife. That's and, true, and that would just be enough. And then you just put five hundred of them in production. We uh we sent a mystery shopper to the Dolly Dimples Cabaret, and it seemed like the only other person in there was a young executive doing key bumps while his kids played Space Invaders. <laughs> Dolly, you're the only one who understands me. (laughs) I think that Chuck E. Cheese executive did, I think, put it in to, like, be mean to an ex-wife. Like, she's probably, like, a fine, like, like, completely nice, attractive woman who he's like, let's uh, let's put her in, like, a big doily dress and give her a clown wig because she she looks crazy. Like, it's all, like, like, probably the name was one off of Dolly and, like... How yeah. can we character assassinate yeah. my ex-wife with he a robot? He was working something out somewhere. It could have been his mom. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Something was going on. Uh, I will say, I, I do appreciate that they were like thinking of this place for all ages. We talked to guy in the last episode yeah. a lot about how we wished they were catering more to us adults who want to find it acceptable to enjoy a robot show while working. So I do appreciate it. I feel like we could have easily strolled into a place like this and worked in the dad's room or something 
and got in mm-hmm. a little robot show, drank uh, 10 beers each, and then <laughs> we would have had a great time. Like, it seems like that would have maybe been appropriate back then, but not now. Yeah, I feel like you would maybe you would maybe saunter into to Dolly's uh, Dolly's cabaret after a couple of blue moons and sure and just strike up a conversation and kind of hear her story. I can see that being very rewarding. Yeah, yeah. We oh. we, we we rewatched some of the uh, training videos the other day, and um, I caught on the like menu board like the ordering set that was just like under like you know. Uh, soda salad bar and then it just there was one line that just said bartles and james <laughs> so you go in you get bartles and james the cheapest wine coolers i believe imaginable and uh yeah you just dolly you just tell dolly your your troubles yeah mm. she seems she seems like a really nice lady <laughs> yeah for sure yeah. you could like bond like the you know you, you could leave that room feeling like you have no problems compared to what what's on is like a, at least compared to what she's been through it sounds like she's been through quite a bit and she's got such a great attitude right yes she yeah. can smile I, through it why can't i <laughs> i think there is a robot bar in nashville that like opened right at the start of 2020 like there is oh. some sort of thing but i don't i don't know how they're currently doing yeah well, well i went to an arcade that had some old school animatronics in it in chicago like two years ago and surprise mm-hmm. and i met a listener of the podcast there i was standing <laughs> watching an animatronic show in an arcade and somebody's like excuse me are you and i was like well that's yeah of well, course of course you're statistically here. yes of course you yeah. are here and i am here <laughs> oh, yeah. wow i didn't think i'd see a clifford here yeah <laughs> fellow clifford was next to me um, uh, you, you know, on the top, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm kind of hogging it, but there's like, there's these, they're all flowing into each other nicely. I think the, um, there is something, there was something at the time that is sort of, it feels like an entire place that was like Dolly Dimples. Have you guys, has anyone ever come across a place called Gadgets? No. no. Uh, Gadget seems to be an early 80s thing, and for the second time in the episode, I'll reference Brett uh, uh, from Forever Dog and the producer of Double Threat with Tom Sharpling and Julie Klausner, who talked about gadgets recently. This was new to me, so thank you, Double Threat. Um, This is an amazing news report about what, yeah, it completely seems like an adult um sort of tgi fridays type experience a fern bar this odd term i learned uh but with with robots um <gasps> just this 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 is a whole Holy. thing there's nothing like it wow nothing else around gadgets gadgets the only girl in town <laughs> he's sammy sands and he's a robot Ooh. he's a star attraction really <laughs> grotesque animatronic piano player here let me I'll, I'll skip Candace Adams, but the, you just got to see more of the uh, because so cool. uh, not, it's not just original IP like this, uh, the piano player guy, but the uh, the the well, you'll the see entire the, evening. There's also a very special <gasps> attraction for the kids and the kid and all of us. It's a robot cast of Looney Tunes characters. The and Looney, what a show the Looney Tunes. Yes, 
<laughs> I mean, an anime. Wow, a Long Island restaurant with the Looney Tunes? And then there's the food. And the executive chef, Mike Huffler, likes to think that his dishes make a gadget of a difference. This is what we call our uh, giant nacho platter. And it's in a giant <laughs> basket made of a flour tortilla. <laughs> With taco chips and chili con mm. queso sauce. This is like I don't know wow, how to Mike, describe this for the listener, but I mean, really congealed. <laughs> yeah, this looks like like the innards of some. This looks like like maggots or something. Like this is what go ends up in a body after a death. This Mike, is what the honey. shrimp salad looks like. We've got notes. Nice. <laughs> I mean, um, why everyone was smoking 24 hours a day because this is what food was at the time. <laughs> uh, macaroni salad eat. mixed with the brosia salad. Enjoy. <laughs> that is truly vile. I think a kid would be afraid of. Yeah. Yes, oh God, yeah. if that shrimp salad came to life. <laughs> oh, yeah. that cheesecake looks, that tableau looks depressing. <laughs> the color quality of the film isn't helping. Yeah, that's true. It all looks a little gray, but yeah, but still, when when are these wet leaves on an orange gonna be what you want <laughs> next to yeah. your like spotty cheesecake? Wow! Oh, that's cheesecake. Okay, Can, I I know I couldn't really tell either. I I I, I think I was wondering. And a if chocolate a dip strawberry. Yeah, I thought oh, it was just a piece of cheese. That wouldn't make sense. Right, that could be a cheese a piece of cheese from a cheese block or something. Um, mm-hmm. Could you go back and uh, Donald Duck is dressed like Angus Young from ACDC, right? Daffy yeah, Duck. Daffy. Daffy. Wait, you're me. right. Oh my God. The oh the whoa. Yes, he's he's dressed the, like yeah. uh, uh, Daffy Duck is dressed like Angus Young, who wears like a schoolboy outfit in ACDC, little shorts. He doesn't have a hat on, but that is the reference here. Playing a guitar, uh, even though wait, yeah, even though they're doing a, so- a medley of like. Old timey Hollywood. He's dressed like ACDC. <laughs> I guess really that's something weird. for the dads in the audience to enjoy. Something for everyone. I mean, gadgets is what. I mean, the food looks horrible, but gadgets seems like if gadgets was just suddenly up and open, I'd go. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially because you get to the. Maybe I'd eat before, but then you get to the there- bar. And look, this is like this is like Oga's Cantina in Star Wars Land. Like it's a bunch of beakers and like you know weird like weird tubes. This is awesome. And yeah, I would love to go here. Uh, the way she, the way this uh, reporter wraps up the story is pretty great too. That one of the specialties of the bar is something called a Sammy's Whammy, named after that guy <laughs> over there behind the piano. And believe me. After you've had one or two of these, it doesn't matter whether he's human or humanoid. I'm Lynn Brown, Independent Network News. Oh, the consummate professional. (laughs) Wow. Is she saying she would go home with the robot? (laughs) That's what it feels like. Is that what she's saying? It doesn't matter if he's a human or not? Close enough. Okay. I've had enough Sammy's whammies. Wow. It doesn't matter. Now, let me just carry you... The one-ton man I just met <laughs> up the stairs to my apartment. Remove all your tubing. <laughs> Look, pal, it's a long, dark winter. I just want someone to light my cigarette with. I don't care if there's metal or bones inside of you. <laughs> I, I brought eight 
eight pieces of orange with wet leaves to go. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate aphrodisiac. Wow. I Ooh. Oof. Then that was only there was only one location of that place. There might maybe one more. I don't, it didn't go far. It didn't saw, go far I saw past was, Long Island. Yeah, I saw it was only open for two years too. <laughs> That's Man. it after all that. Yeah, eighty-two to eighty-four. Work, wow. Oh my god! Work out. Which I guess the explains the ACDC reference. Oh yeah, yeah, that would have been right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what I, year was it again? A- eighty-two to eighty-four. 82 to 84. Mm. Okay. Wow, God, that's a wonderful crazy. time. You know, it's aesthetically fantastic. Lots of brass, and <laughs> you know, this is not for children. If you're like, I don't think, I don't think you see yeah. one kid. In this. Like, this is for dates? Like, <laughs> I think so. Well, let's see. <laughs> Our food costs are thirty uh, percent. Our operating costs are ten percent, and then the other sixty um, percent uh, is just Looney Tunes licensing fees. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how to balance this. Yeah, right. <sighs> Boy, that's wild. So that's gadgets. I mean, like, I, I don't know how I missed that one before, and all the extra Fector restaurants. I don't think we're even partway through all just no, no. animatronic restaurants that exist. But I guess let's stay on on Chuck E. Cheese, and you know, somebody feel free to to take the baton. Well, uh, go ahead, Jimmy. Oh, I I just had one more uh, current last last year uh, thing, which was that Chuck E. Cheese had a brief tenure on Twitch. Um, oh boy. He, he got into esports for it looks like uh he did a couple broadcasts i always i always meant to because he would tweet about it um assuming that chuck e cheese sends his own tweets i don't know if he has a representative do it but uh he was the puppet was going live as a twitch streamer several times my guess i don't have proof but just because i've seen screenshots is that uh they decided maybe it wasn't worth it for the for the amount of really fucked up comments that the streams were getting. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. But he streamed Animal Crossing in, I think, April or May. And then he later streamed Fall Guys. Um, mm. And he okay. was blocking people in the chat. <laughs> he was <laughs> he was replying. He was talking to people. Uh, and, and, and as of last night, because I was like, oh, I wonder, you know, if he's if he's still in the game. Is he still streaming? He hasn't streamed in four months. I think that they figured it was uh, it was maybe not worth it. But there were a few stories about, I don't know. I mean, this past year has just been like attempt after attempt to keep Chucky relevant, keep him on the cutting edge um, and keep him generating a profit. I think the Twitch thing was maybe a bust in, in the end, but I, I admire that he tried. I can't name another uh, mascot that was streaming on Twitch in the last calendar year. Yeah, that's a lot of work. You gotta. We did a few Twitch streams, and uh, I did too. And I was like, "This is a lot of work. <laughs> you gotta, you know, you gotta it's stick it." Yeah, uh, yeah. I am interested. There's um, Lisa Frank, the property Lisa Frank with the no, the folders and notebooks with all the colorful. You know what I'm talking about? Bears, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, whatever. They have recently. I, 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 we were reading an article, Lindsay and I, uh, and. They're popular on TikTok now because Lisa Frank's son has put the brand a little bit more on TikTok. So you'll see wow. like Lisa Frank character Hollywood Bear dancing on TikTok now. That's so, great news. It's, it's the fun. Lisa Frank story is so wild too mm-hmm. that I'm I'm glad that I'm just glad she's doing okay. Yeah, I mean, doing that's okay. a whole, I don't know any of this. Oh, we got to do a whole Lisa Frank episode 
Uh, yeah, there's a whole like factory, like dream factory she had that was only around for a few years and then closed and it's now abandoned, basically. And in Arizona, it's like gigantic. There's a whole story about like her coked up husband slowly taking over the company and destroying it. And then she broke up with him. And then he started a Christian T-shirt company. It's just like (laughs) there's just so that. Yeah, the Lisa Frank hole is. Yeah. Deep and rewarding. Yes. Oh, um, but go wow. on TikTok and follow Lisa Frank to see like wow. uh see Hollywood Bear dance with like Instagram and TikTok dogs, like real dogs. <laughs> they like That's do so a great. branding thing. Yeah. Anyway. I have to get on TikTok now? That sounds awesome. Yeah. You do. You have to you have to. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> let me uh here, let me just I have a couple more things. I mean, God, there's so much. And there is still yeah. so much left. This is not the end of our Chuck E. Cheese episodes. Well, we'll let more disasters happen in the world and then talk about how Chuck E. Cheese dealt with them. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll be back. We'll be back. (laughs) Uh, Let me find... This is a a best of show. I think it's from around 2012. So it was not in my prime going to Chuck E. Cheese time. Um, But I really like it. This is another thing where I'm just showing you something I like uh, to show you what they were up to at the time uh this is a parody starring my I think my favorite character munch and you'll see what it is pretty quickly so munch is singing uh into a spatula <laughs> Green lasers behind him. Yeah. And he's got like a silver shirt on. And he's got like, he looks extra sleepy. Yeah, he's, his lids are all like, he looks kind of tired. He got drugs from Conrad Murray before this <laughs> to get him up for the performance. <laughs> oh, wait, I just figured out what was happening. Not a restaurant I associate with grilling. Yeah, and he's like barbecuing, like it's got a like a sparkly grill. And uh, it's a it goes on like that. Uh, I that's how can Whoa. you not like that though? Really, you know? I mean, that's, so that was his little homage to Michael Jackson. That's a rock with you parody in the year 2012. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, this is yeah, this is like a whole I found like a whole hour loop of whatever show they were playing in there at the time. Uh, the disco I, I, ball grill was fantastic. Yes. Was yeah, the grill was good, the shirt was good. I again, I'll say this is not a restaurant I associate with grilling. I literally went through my notes from the last episode and I have the sentence uh or the phrase hot dogs cooked in the pizza oven. So, um, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, right. wonderful yeah. little gifts I left myself in that lit. Like, make the garlic sauce using liquid margarine. Pasquale filmed at White Settlement, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's just the name of a town in Texas. I don't know if it's yeah. still called that. It oh, might be. Oh, that's a perfect segue for something I have. <laughs> oh, cool. oh, wonderful. Oh, I can only imagine. You'll never know. I mean, you'll, it's, like, it's going to come out of a strain. You won't know where it's coming from. Here, let me okay. quickly do this. Uh, okay, so this is a loop from uh, 1991, and it says Canada only, but I recall this type of thing playing. This is prime when we were going, or when I was going, at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is a loop that they would play inside in between, like, robot shows. And- 
And this is just a great logo. You'll see it. We'll post some clips of this. Cyberstar. I like how he catches oh, the, I the I love spark. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, very quickly, this is, we talked about like how on these videos it goes, and this is still a thing they do to this day. It goes back and forth between the robots and suited characters in the same piece of media, which was jarring as a kid and I think is still a little jarring. So this will set up what the premise of this whole 15 minutes is, and I swear I will not make you all suffer through this 15 minutes. Loving this. Folks, we're supposed to sing a medley of disco hits by John Philip Sousa, but uh, Larry, our technician, he isn't playing our music. Chucky, look in the control room. <gasps> That's not Larry. Chucky e. Cheese and his friends are about to take a musical detour into a past dimension. <laughs> a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of commercials. A journey into a wondrous land whose boundaries are that of fringe reception. That's the signpost up ahead. Your next stop, the TV zone. Okay, so t- the TV zone. Is it, it's okay, this is 1991, first of all. Think about this. <laughs> okay, so they're going to go into the TV zone. What would you think they're going to do? Parody Cheers or something, right? They have to be doing sure. that. Uh, I would, um, hmm, yeah, I don't know. I, w- I would probably, it, my first guess would be like a swarthy Rod Serling puppet. Well, that is, that was the Rod Serling puppet is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, that's what I probably would have done. Oh, you would have done that. Yeah. Really, like, yeah, a tired, uh, drugged-looking Rod Serling uh-huh. puppet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so well, what? Ba- yeah. So- Based on the uh, Michael Jackson homage in 2012, it's safe to assume they're operating at least 20 to 25 <laughs> years behind at any given time. Now, <laughs> yes, that's, you're on to something here. Because would you believe that the second parody, I've skipped over the first one, but the second parody is of Car 54, Where Are You? Car 54, where are you? Samantha, I think I cracked something. Your brain? No, I cracked a case. I had my head on your brain. Okay, so I assume most people don't even know what Car 54 Where Are You is or was. It was an old cop show. It starred two of the Munsters, Al Lewis uh, and Fred Gwynn. And I, so the show I never really watched. I think it was on Nick at Night a little bit, which is maybe why it's in this parody. This whole real. So. I think this whole thing was done. This was totally done for the parents because this is 15 Mm -hmm. minutes of Nick at night parodies in 1991. Not, this is not for kids and they go everywhere. They do Adam's family. They do, uh, they do a, the Patty Duke show, which is when Helen gets to shine. And, and, and now, now it's suited Helen, not the robot Helen from the start of the video. It's suited Helen dancing around to like a badly drawn backdrop that says hot, do- it's like a hot dog stand. And she's like, just kind of shake it, like doing a lazy twist. 
Let's not brush and, past the lyric, a hot dog makes her lose control. And that is a real line <laughs> Who from, among us? <laughs> that, is, that is a real line from the opening of the Patty Duke show and a real line that Jason thinks about every day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, get, you get Gilligan's Island here. You get... Uh, Let's see. You get the Chuck Van Dyke show. There's Chuck Van Dyke. <laughs> now that sounds good. <laughs> Alan Brady wants a new sketch on his desk in 10 minutes. 10 minutes. <laughs> Mal, you're the Alan Brady. The cold head, too. Right, Baldy. What's a new sketch? <laughs> Wait, I got it. I got it. Well, don't give it to uh, me. I Let's specifically parody the moments when Dick Van Dyke is at his job. Don't have Chuck <laughs> fall over something. We want no, to see no. him at the <laughs> office. They're all playing like Buddy Sorrell and the character side characters. Uh, Mel, uh, Alan yeah. Brady's assistant, Mel. Uh, <laughs> robots can't trip over Ottomans, so yeah, that's what they had. To yeah, do. so this. Oh is- yeah. They do all in the family here. They do the Jeffersons. Some of these so are many. pretty. Jeffersons. Was that some that? of these are so ubiquitous? Just, how did they? How did these characters do the Jeffersons? Uh, I Wait, they just sing the, the song? song? I yeah. guess they just sing the song. Yeah, I guess that's why I didn't flag <laughs> or something. All right, so they do little inserts. There's Alfred Hitchcock parody. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock presents. Uh, well, I F- like that. F okay. Troop. Then F- they hit Troop. Leave it to Beaver, and they introduce puppet characters. To Beaver. Gee, Wally, I think I'm really going to get yelled at. So now they have like different characters playing Wally and the Beaver from classic television, and they've so they wow. throw this in at the very end. And uh, dope, many loves of Dobie Gillis. I'm sure anyone <laughs> anyone younger than us has turned off the podcast at this point. Uh, okay, so they do. I love Lucy, of course. Oh, Lucy, honey, I'm home. Oh, and they just have puppets of Lucy and Ricky. Yes, and they're just puppets. Ricky, they're not the characters the playing anymore. My new guest star is Lassie. <laughs> okay, so that's cute, Lassie. That's what the joke is here. Now, here is when I almost fell out of my chair, and there's a re- I, there's a reason this happens. But here, I'll just play without interruption. No, the Confederate flag has appeared on the screen. <laughs> Okay. Oh my so God! Man. <laughs> no. Oh man! Here, here is Munch singing the theme to an old show that I didn't. I've never seen. What is this? Uh, the Rebel Johnny Yuma. <laughs> what is? Which I've I, never. I barely know no. some of these. That one just zero idea. Why are that we doing this? That was so jarring. So Holy jarring. Oh, filling I, the whole screen, forming one star at a time. We had scarcely a, mo- a moment to prep. Yeah, I mean, some of these shows were so ubiquitous with syndication and everything, <laughs> but I don't think uh, Dobie Gillis and like Patty Duke show were necessarily quite as re-aired as like Twilight's and beaver were no what even is this show like the uh, the rebel johnny yuma 
I had to go back and look this up because I don't. Was this even on Nick at Night? F Troop was on Nick at Night. A lot of these, Dobie Gillis, yeah. that was all on Nick at Night at the time. I saw a little bit of that as a kid, mm-hmm. but but I not don't. even Dukes of Hazard, like the the big one, the um, the more obvious choice, the more obvious Confederate yeah. flag, yeah. show. Uh, yeah. Um, so anyway, so uh, they they do Green Acres and they close it out, and that's that's the big. Loop. Well, that I like. Sure, of course. Um, guess what I have a chunk about? Ooh, <laughs> the Rebel Johnny well, Yuma? <laughs> the, let me, I'll, I will keep this quick because there is no, we do not want to spend much of our day dwelling yeah, on this. Oh, I know exactly what this is. 1979. This Ooh. is footage from 1979. Here's the gang opening their frames they used to live in. And then you pan across some flags waving robotically. Ooh, and what do we no. have? This is why. This is why. Is that like Jasper Jowell's cannon? That's why Jasper's going away. Is because we're uncovering these clips of Jasper and the Confederate flag flying next to him in the old clips. Um, He's been canceled. We're canceling Jasper. You've also got. uh, This is from an annual report from the early '80s. Here's Chuck Mm. in a white suit, like Boss Hog, uh, waving a Confederate flag in In Florida. Florida, yeah, Florida is not the most like confederate um and a thing that i self-censored earlier because it was too dark for the run we were in aaron fector once made an entire animatronic show for a theme park in tennessee and the show was called the confederate critter show oh my god oh my god there's deep confederate there are deep confederate ties for to the Chuck E. Cheese. What a, sorry. what a dark episode. What a bummer. Jesus. I'm so I'm sorry to to say all that, but there's look, we can we can dovetail that. It's just bizarre that Mike, I I, well, I wonder if you were thinking this must be the only instance of the Confederate flag <laughs> in Chuck I, E. Cheese lore. Scott, I wasn't thinking that. I wasn't, <laughs> you I wasn't started, a thought I had. You started smelling a rat, as it were. Um, so <laughs> the, uh, I, I can get us to a lighter place though. Are we, are, are we sort yeah, of winding please. down or, or, uh, um, because I, yeah. th- this, this might be a fun place to, to I have two, sort of I stop. have, there's one last thing, one last thing that I will say for next time, because it's a 20 minute clip of a game <laughs> you could play where Chuck E. Cheese, you would call him, you would pay to call Chuck E. Cheese and he would like ramble at you for about a minute and then always go, well, call me back. So call me back. And like it was like it felt really needy, but it's too much Nightmare. to do. We'll do it next time. I'll save it. Okay. Weird. I Weird. I will. Say, this has motivated me to like because it's been. I it sounds like something that I should have done. And well, the you know pandemic was really going, but I, I I do have like a vague mission to at some point watch all the available show tapes. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, without pee breaks if possible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sure. We should have contacted you when this all began because it would have yes. taken like a year to yes. get so through. So you have it all. a year to repair. <laughs> and hopefully we don't have another year in which you hopefully you are now watching show tapes instead of reuniting with friends and family. That's yeah, I hope happened. to use it as an excuse to never see my family again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just this project. I have oh, to do sorry. it. Oh, sorry. I have it's to important. go uh, talk to these three guys about this. Well, it's called Chucky and the Galaxy 5000, and oh boy, don't get me started. 
Just an email to my parents. It's Hollywood stuff. It's Hollywood it's stuff. It's Hollywood stuff. It's a meeting. It's it. a meeting. Uh, general. Big general yeah. coming General. Out. Generally about Chuck E. Cheese. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm amazed I didn't brave the full Galaxy 5000. Perhaps for the next one. Uh, I watched um, it yesterday. and oh, wow. uh, just I, I watched it yesterday, the whole thing. Uh, yeah, and... I was like, I, I, we probably won't get to this, but I'll have the notes for the future, and I need to watch it again. Um, Do you? Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, that is. I say that, yeah. Sorry, Scott, you're 100 percent right. Uh, but coming soon, maybe in the future. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, plenty more meat on the bone. Obviously, I, this this might be a fun, just you know, a light one, one that you can't you can't hate on um Mm -hmm. this is again so much more 90s than i thought i would find uh uh, and this is from 1998 it actually is i think current relevant topical but still as as fun to this day uh here's this (laughs) (laughs) oh man Wow. Glasses and a blue suit with some ruffles. <laughs> Chucky e. Cheese, International Mouse of Mystery. Wow. And this is just some good fun for everyone. They do the full opening credits of the first movie. Wow. Now, like a Bobby comes up, glares. But then they all dance together. It's all just all the jokes and beats. Oh, what would I Austin give? Powers. I, uh, yeah, you know, the, the models, the, I'm trying to think of any other moments. I mean, it's just every, this, it's the full thing. Um, wow. And in the bit, like they do the full dance. You have, he gets a little oh, off sync because oh, yeah. he's a, a mascot. But let's, like, hey, let's, Scott, let's uh, see this. <laughs> he's an amazing dancer. <laughs> he's doing pretty good. Yeah. And what a start. I mean, imagine the show that must have followed that. Um, must have been one of the great show wow. tapes. Um, <laughs> wow. Oh, imagine having that on your directing reel. Just being oh. like, look, I can do a lot. Yeah. Man, I would can love I handle on. this Marvel well. Uh, let me <laughs> let this answer the question. And save the best for last. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, well... You know, we we uncovered some skeletons in the closet, but um, you know, this this reinvigorated the brand for me. I feel great about it. Um, I feel great about the future. They've kept the content coming. The YouTube channel's been great. Um, I don't know. I, I, do we think they're going to turn it around? Are they gonna, will there be a Chuck E. Cheese for us to do an episode about uh, again? That's a good question. I don't. There is still the one right over here in Burbank. Um, mm-hmm. that is still, yeah, operating with takeout and stuff, but I, I don't know. I feel like they're going to make it. I feel like, you know, they're like, uh, much like rats can survive anywhere. They they can, you know, they're vermin. They can last, you know, the, uh, humans can be wiped out and rats are still on the planet. I feel like maybe Chucky will find a way. Is it going to be a way we love and would want to go? Maybe not, but it'll exist. I think it's going to make it. I think it's going to make it into its next metamorphosis. Yeah, I, it's not going to be my dream of the doors being flown, flung open, him in the blue suit going, do I make you cheesy, baby? But, uh, you know, I, I think they'll be that. I think they'll, I think they'll, they'll manage. 
Yeah. yeah. I, Hopefully. I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's like they, they have made it very clear that they are willing to exhaust every possible option before calling it quits. They're not above <laughs> tricks. They're not above scams. Mm-hmm. They're not above esports. They're not above anything. And they will continue to try until, until it's literally no longer possible Mm -hmm. i mean what they should have done during the pandemic is restore a show of animatronics and program it to top like hit songs or like parodies (sighs) of hit songs upload those videos and go after like you know the youth drive-in show with a full band that you could pay to go see i don't i can't even imagine that yeah Yeah, but probably what they are doing is figuring out if they could rent out half the restaurant to like a local electronic store (laughs) 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 like that's probably really what's going on well can we make it smaller Drone, re- drone repair, iPhone screen repair, uh, vape juice. Oh yeah, vape. It's a Chuck E. Cheese slash vape store slash everything. Fi- everything repair store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably what's happening. So anyway, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I hope they keep plugging away. I hope there's a, a great, uh, a, a bright, beautiful future for them. Uh, Jamie Loftus, you survived podcast the ride. Chuck E. Cheese two. Thanks for joining us once again. What a blast. Thanks for having me. It uh, it always feels good to talk about Chuck E. Cheese for two hours. <laughs> sure, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Thank I'm, you. I'm glad that's the case. I feel like some people might not be able to make that statement, but uh, <laughs> I'm glad you're. I'm glad you would. Uh, like let's say exit. the accountants of Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> 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 Indeed. Uh, let's exit through the gift shop where you can purchase uh, items that are normally won through games. Uh, is there anything that you would like to plug? Uh, there. It, if you want to listen to something really dark, you can listen to uh, my new podcast called Lolita Podcast. It's about it's a complete uh, taxonomy of, of the history of Lolita. Uh, or if if you don't want to be upset, you can listen to uh, the Bechdel cast on iHeartRadio. It's a feminist movie podcast that comes out every week and is only occasionally sad. <laughs> like so pick, this episode with its confederate uh, yeah, but otherwise pretty delightful and fun. <laughs> uh yeah that, that that's fantastic uh um love my year in mensa too uh so oh such thanks a yeah for that show uh, um so uh yeah check out everything jamie does and for us uh check out our social medias and uh if you want three bonus episodes a month you can subscribe uh to the podcast ride the second gate at patreon.com slash podcast the ride uh well fellas let's close the curtain up <laughs> Or else, or if there's no curtain, just stop moving entirely for at least 15 minutes. (laughs) Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. <laughs>